Hi, everybody. This is Laurie Handlers, and welcome to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. I, I love Tantra Cafe. I greet you, Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. I greet you in peace and oneness. Have you ever had an idea that perhaps you might share an intimate other or one of your partners or your main partner with another person? Have you ever considered it? I know these days people are considering a lot of alternatives in their relationships. Many of the people that I meet along the way of teaching Tantra share with me that they, they're interested in things like polyamory. They're interested in things like will monogamy work? What do I do? All kinds of things. And, and I'm not so concerned about what you're calling yourself or how you're defining your relationships, but I do want to know if you've ever even considered the idea of opening up your relationship to another or perhaps sharing an intimate partner with someone else. My guest today is on the show to share about an amazing experience she had about choosing to share her partner with someone as it, it as a surprise. It just kind of rose up in her. So that's what we're going to be talking about, how that possibly could happen to you and what would happen if it happened to you. My guest today is Carrie Cannon. She is a personal success consultant. She's a radio host. She's an EFT expert, and that's emotional freedom technique, which I'll ask her about on the show. She's a Reiki master and the author of Uncovering the Divine Within. Carrie is amazing. I've been on her show, by the way. Uh, she helps people identify and release limiting thoughts and helps them reveal their life's purpose. So, Carrie, welcome to Tantra Cafe, and I want to go right to it. We, how you, how something like this could happen. How could you be <laughs> in a relationship and then all of a sudden feel like something more? had to happen. So maybe you could tell us a little bit of the background of how this experience, it's extraordinary, how this extraordinary experience happened to you. Hi, Laurie. First of all, thank you very much for having me on. Um, this, the experience that I had, I um, was, I was very good friends with, with a man and I went to Denmark to go visit him and we weren't expecting that we would, um, First of all, we were very, very close, and we weren't expecting that we would instantly become lovers when we um, saw each other again. And that's what what happened. I went there, and um, it was just a totally amazing relationship where we felt completely free to be ourselves. And for the first week, I had him all to myself, and we had a really amazing time together. And then for the second week I was there, a bunch of other people joined us, and um, when one of the women who was there uh, was she was in a wheelchair, and she was talking about how she wished that she could have the type of relationship where she could just somebody would just hold her and kiss her and hug her and be that physical contact for her because she had said that the night before. She slept with somebody and she would always self-sabotage because she wanted that closeness, but she just didn't know how to have the closeness without um, sabotaging it. And my friend and I had had been experiencing this beautiful 
relationship where we're, it felt completely open and supportive of the other person. And when she was there, and these other there were other people there too. There were probably about a half a dozen people there. She said that she wanted this experience, and apparently he wanted to be that for her, and I wanted him to be that for her at the same time. And it was did, very, did you know? I mean, did you when you say apparently? I mean, how did you even broach the subject of it, of discussing it? Wasn't, it wasn't even really discussed. It was sort of we were in the moment, and um, he sort of you know he he put his arm around her or he sat next to her. I'm not exactly sure what started it, but it was sort of when you're in the moment, you can sense what the moment is telling you to be and I knew that he needed to be that for her and I was it was very interesting because um I you know I was feeling a great love for her too and I wanted him to be that for her but also at the same time it did not take away from my relationship to him so for example, we we still, you know, would make love every night and we I would still kiss him when I wanted and you know there nothing was taken away from what we were experiencing. But then at the same time there was an openness and an allowing for him to be that physical contact for her as well. Now um, Now I just want to say I just need to insert this here that in, in Tantra, the part of the way that I teach Tantra there, we do a practice called Lati Han, which is a, 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 I borrowed it from a group of people called Sabud, and it means following inner guidance, and people move very attuned in real physical movement, following like an inner urge or an inner impetus, impulse to move. And it sounds to me like what you're talking about, how you both sensed this, and it really wasn't a discussion at first. It just was, you kind of, it seemed like a natural order of things or an organic movement. It sounds like you, you did Latihan, even though you may not have known you were doing Latihan, like it seemed like the most natural way to move. Yes, yes. What I noticed was that um, I was sort of had an expectation that I would be jealous but I wasn't. It was almost like there were relics of past programming that I was noticing that, you know, I thought that I should feel differently than I did, um, but there was no actual jealousy present or ownership or possessiveness or control. or None of that was present. It was just an openness and a willingness to experience my experience the way that I had created it because I'm fully aware that I created that experience and that was for my growth and for me to sort of observe and understand something about myself that perhaps I didn't know. Now, did you have any fear? I, I, I love that you mentioned that you expected jealousy and you didn't have jealousy, but did you have any fear or trepidation when you kind of first let him go? Um, I don't think so. This, the woman was, um, she was in a wheelchair, but she, Lori, she had the most contagious laugh that I've ever experienced. And she was so open and light um, that, you know, it was like in her laugh, there was yeah. such a joy that you, you, it was almost like you couldn't 
um, stand in the way of whatever she was creating also. You know, it was almost like it was sort of forbidden. Um, but an unspokenness, not like, oh my God, I shouldn't do this, but it was just like, she was so open and she was so full of life and laughter that in that moment, everything was okay. Now, I, now you're saying she was in a wheelchair. Do you have any idea what she, what her disability was? Do you have, I mean, was she able to have full on sex with this man? Um, they didn't, and I'm not sure, I, I don't really know how I would have responded if they did have sex. Um, okay. but I, I do know that, um, during the weekend, um, she was, she's, she was the type of person who she would say, this is what I want. And what she wanted would just come to her. Um, there was another man there that she said, you know, I just want to roll around. And what they did was like, he would, she would be laying in one direction and he would be laying, you know, sort of perpendicular to her and he would roll over top of her in the other direction. And it was kind of like, it was really interesting. She was a master at um, instant manifestation and, and the law of attraction. She would state what she wanted and it would just happen for her. And it was really amazing. It was really interesting to watch. And um, it was just very freeing for me too, knowing that, Regardless of how my lover chose to express himself or chose to be, there nothing's lost. There is no love lost, and in fact, it created a deeper intimacy. It seemed, um, and a a greater freedom for each of us to be ourselves in that moment. And also, and her too. I'm sure she grew from it, and and uh, experienced her full sensory capabilities i mean as much sensory capabilities as she possibly could i mean we don't know what she had so we don't know exactly yeah. but it sounds like sounds like she knew how to like make sure that her senses were taken care of and that she was having a lot of fun with everyone so yeah so how generous of you to be able to allow your partner at the time to to facilitate some of this with her and and also have pleasure with her yeah yeah um at the time, I didn't perceive it as generosity. I just perceived it as it is what it is. Um, so I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't sort of patting myself on the back and saying, oh, I'm so generous. You know, it was more like, <laughs> wow, this is, this is really cool what's happening here. So it was, it was well, I feel it. I feel it's very generous. And I feel that anytime somebody would share their partner with someone else, whether it's a long-term relationship or a short-term relationship, shorter term, like what you're saying. Your relationship is actually long-term, but not so much in the, as lovers sense. Right. Um, right. So if anytime someone would share with someone else and really not take it personally, like it, and like it made you less than or right. jealousy or what have you, pushed every button in your whole being, sounds <laughs> like, it's just very, very generous, an act of great generosity. Now, I have to, of course, this begs the question that I have to know really quickly. Did Are you still in communication with this man? Yes. Okay. And are you in communication with this woman, and is he? You know, I have uh, reached out to her a couple times, but um, I'm not sure if he is. I, I assume he probably is. He's married now. Uh-huh. So his um, experience has changed dramatically since then um he's in a monogamous relationship in marriage yes i believe so okay yeah um 
So so he's redefined. He's in a re- different definition, but you two are still friends. And oh, yes. Off, and, um, and perhaps he's still in communication with this woman, or maybe, in fact, for her, it was just really a set, set of experiences that she wanted to experience, and it moved as it moved. Yeah, it could have. We are... Um we have many mutual friends, and I, I just, I, I just, she's she's in Europe. She's in a Scandinavian right. country in Europe. In Europe, so our, um, you know, contact is not is very limited. I do have her email address, and I've, I know I've sent things out to her. Okay. Um, so you know, well, it's, it's I mean, I just had to know. You know, it's not, it's not, it isn't, it isn't important actually for the subject, but I just needed to know. For my own personal curiosity. So, mm-hmm. anyway, if you, uh, you know, it's, it's good, it's really good to hear the description of this. And when we come back, we'll be, I'm talking with Carrie Cannon today, who is a personal success consultant, and she shows people how to take complete responsibility for their lives and transform negative experiences into a platform for their greatest strength. And today we're talking about what happens when you have the urge or you get the inner guidance to share your partner with another and how that might change your life, what happens as a result of this. So please stay tuned. This is Laurie Handler as you're listening to Tantra Cafe, and we're coming right back. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about how it has changed Carrie's life to do this, how this experience affected her. Please stay tuned. Have you ever wished for an end to pests in and around your home, around your office? Stop paying for dangerous chemicals that can harm your children, your pets, and your clients. Today in Arizona and Florida, an environmentally responsible pest control company named Ladybug has set up shop to provide natural and organic pest control services. Ladybug can help you stop even the most persistent, nastiest bugs with green, organic products that are friendly to people and pets. In addition, there are franchise opportunities in Arizona, Florida, and throughout the USA. To learn more about Ladybug, Ladybug's home-friendly and earth-smart green pest control services, visit the Ladybug website at ladybugcorp.com or call us at 561-276-7600. Ladybug guarantees you another eco-friendly, pest-free day naturally. Wondering what book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness? Try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by me, Laurie Handlers. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself, and it may possibly make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they apply to you. In the book, I begin with the tenth law, make love in the unknown, and then I work you all the way through laws one through nine to teach you how to be in the unknown, fresh, every moment of every day of your life. Sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. It's only $19.99 in paperback and $14.99 ebook. Go to sexandhappiness.com to order your copy of Sex and Happiness by me, Laurie Handlers, the host of Tantra Cafe. Thanks for being with us. This is Laurie Handlers, and I'm back now on the air with Carrie Cannon, who is talking to us about what her experience of sharing a partner, sharing someone that was her lover for a time in her life and how it was to share him with another person, another woman in this case. So Carrie, it, this, the question is, begs, you know, how has this, 
How did that experience change your life? Like what opened up for you in the sense of your awareness is clearly you're somebody who knows a little bit something about life's purpose and how energy moves and how we create things in our life on purpose to learn. <laughs> so what did you learn from this experience? Well, I guess basically um, I learned in in my allowing for things to happen, there, I don't need to fear it. Um, it, it's sort of a metaphor for life, actually, um, in allowing my partner to be with someone else in whichever way he chose to be with her at the time um, sort of allows me to have the freedom of enjoying my creation even more. Um, as far as my lovers have been concerned, the emotional attachment and need for them to show up in any specific way has certainly fallen away a great deal. Um, in fact, I have found that when um, a lover tries to box me or define me, I really sort of rail against that. And um, I'm much more independent in my relationships. And the movement of the moment and the, the immediate presence of that person is much more important to me than um, any perceived uh, thought that, you know, this person might be here forever. It allows me to enjoy the moment much, much more. So are you saying that if somebody were to try to box you as in saying, okay, I want to have a monogamous relationship with you, I only want us to be exclusive, you kind of balk at that and you go, that's not what I want? No, it has much, it has less to do with, um, that and more to do with, well, one, one person comes to mind where, um, I encourage everybody, everybody, lovers, clients, everybody, my kids, to just be who you are and, you know, don't worry about, you know, your second grade teacher in your head and your mother and your, like, don't worry about all these other people in your head telling you who you should be. Just, you know, allow yourself to be who you are. But at the same time, I have that expectation that I am allowed to be who I am without somebody trying to define me and say, you are this, you are that. Because I'm not. I'm all of everything in every single moment. And that moment can shift on a dime. And where I might have been um, perhaps open and expressive one moment, I might choose to be um, res reserved the next moment. And so when somebody tries to define me, not even, you know, monogamous versus whatever, um, just define me in any little way, I really, um, I don't perceive that as being an ability to be present with me. So I kind of, um, I mean, I, I do resist that. I resist being um, defined, I guess, is what it would, what it would be. And oh. that, that relationship showed me that. Yeah, it's very, it's a very powerful stance to take. It's very tantric in a certain way. I mean, to just be able to be present in the moment and reconstitute yourself fresh and new in every moment rather than succumbing to somebody's labeling of you or how they perceive you and how they want you to always be. Oh, you'll always be in my heart this way. I, I really, I can really hear it. Mm -hmm. Have you? Have you studied, I mean, have you delved into Tantra before, or is this pretty much self-created? This is, well, I have delved slightly into it, but, you know, 
Lori, I've always sort of yearned for, you know, a partner, not necessarily even just a sexual partner, just somebody who could understand being present with me and being in the moment. Um, and I have manifested uh, that to certain degrees, but most of my lovers are, I don't know why, like they're like thousands of miles away. It's like we, we form these deep relationships and where we will talk hours and hours and hours, and then they're like, you know, in Europe or across the United States. But I have actually finally manifested somebody close, closer, um, who's only a couple hours away, who I perceive um, is is the manifestation of that desire, because I've really wanted to uh, have a partner in my life where I could have that that presence much more on a constant basis. Yes. Um, so, yeah. um, so, okay. So, I mean, that's great. So you can't listen. Here's the thing, you know, as a coach, who's a, you know, who's a success coach and somebody who's helping people let go of negative emotions and, uh, and live in, in responsibility for what they create. I mean, you know that you can have that. I mean, if you want somebody even closer, you can have that too. Oh yeah. Uh, it's simply, but it's simply then when you're present, what's going to happen? You know, what happens in that presence? And it sounds like you're kind of game for anything. I mean, I, yeah. you know, yeah, which is, a, I mean, that's a very empowered state, may I say. <laughs> Thank you. I think I think the reason that my lovers have been so far away is because I'm, I, you know, I can be intense, and so there, therefore the people who I attract can be intense. So right. it's sort of a learning curve, you know. Um, you know, we'll start off in Europe because you know I can't really see them very often, and move closer. And this the the gentleman who I'm seeing now um, is close enough that if we wanted to, you know, be together, if we chose to be together, it wouldn't be that difficult. It would, there would be some, you know, geographic negotiating to do, but, um, not an airplane, not, you don't have to hop a plane. Right. Right. We could drive. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so this is good. So there are, I think there are, I think there are other ramifications uh, for this experimentation that you did, I think there are some other ramifications for other people. I'm not really sure how to tease that out, but I know that, you know, for some people, what you just described would be like a huge infidelity or a huge challenge or something. I, I mean, I know a lot of people who have said, yes, I'd like to like invite somebody into my bed or I'd like, you know, a lot of people's fantasy. Some men, I mean, many men have the fantasy of being with two women. You've heard that. And yes. then there's women who have the fantasy of being with two men or just allowing from time, opening up their relationship from time to time to allow their partner to go off and be with another. And maybe they don't want to hear any details, but they know that it might keep their relationship fresh. I think it has lots of ramifications. So mm-hmm. I'd like to. I don't know. I'd like to talk about a little bit how one would go about coaching someone to do that. You know, how you could, how could you incorporate that like into your coaching practice where somebody who was curious about this could get coached to encourage their partner to let go, to let go, yeah. to allow, to allow a little bit. You have any well, thoughts? 
Yeah, what I what I always encourage my clients to be is completely true to yourself and honest. Um, because if it feels right to you, see, my perception of the self is slightly different than most. Um, I perceive that the self, myself, is this moment. And I experience myself through, you know, the, the context of my experience. So, therefore, right now in this moment, in this conversation, I am you and you are me. So, we are okay. having this conversation. And this is, you know, it is, it, it's showing up as the conversation. And the conversation is, is us who are one in this moment. I don't know if, if that's running around in circles and to try and get to my point um, or if that makes sense. But well, so far, everything you said makes sense to me. There was one thing you said where my experience is the experience. So there was like, I'm not, yeah. the definition of experience, like. Yeah, that, that it is. You can make it a little more simple. You are now. I am now. Um, the self is now. What is experienced in this moment, whoever's listening to this, this, this moment of now is you. And what I encourage my clients and friends and any, my kids, um, to realize or to recognize is that you are creator you are the creator of the moment and the moment was created for you by you to play with in any way you desire okay so in being honest and open see we have so many attachments that oh how is this person going to think what are they going to do what's going to happen if i do what i feel like doing how is this person going to feel and all of that what's and my mother going to say what's right. the What's my teacher going to say? What What are the, the monkeys in my head going to say? Sure. Exactly. So what I encourage people to do is to just be honest with yourself first. You know, I feel this way. I feel I want to do this. And then by being honest with your partner, that is true, the true self-honesty. Because if you're honest with your partner and you tell them, and you know what, they might not be accepting of it. But that's Okay. Because if you're accepting of it, if you can accept yourself in the moment, then that's really the only acceptance that's needed. Because what happens is our attachments get in the way. Oh, my God, what if he rejects this idea? But chances are, if you have, first of all, if you're listening to this show, you have a certain degree of awareness. And chances are, the people that are in your experience have a certain degree of awareness. And if you're courageous enough, to be open and honest with your partner and say, hey, you know, I feel this way and I would like to sort of act on that. Um, and you can ask them how they feel about that because being in the moment and being present and being now, being this moment of now and allowing yourself to be open and honest and vulnerable and courageous then offers the other aspect of your experience which is that other person who you may be talking to to also explore that for themselves because we want for ourselves what we want for other people or we want for other people what we want for ourselves either way hopefully. because it's all the hopefully. self yeah hopefully yeah. Not, i mean not everyone feels like that but i i think you're i mean in a certain respect you are talking about tantrics you are talking about people with a more consciousness uh i i think and and uh people who are starting to find out that letting go of attachment really does behoove them and, and cause them to grow and have more, actually, have it have more of it, of it all. 
and 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 it's a it's a very important point. I'm speaking today with Carrie Cannon. Uh, this is Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers, and we're talking about letting go of attachment to a person or things to any kind of way that we had to define things. We're talking about letting go of attachment and actually being in the present moment and being open and honest. When we come back, we'll be talking. I'll be talking to Carrie more about this, like what some of the downsides might be, uh, if there are any downsides of being so open and honest, what's happened to her, what's happened to me about that particular state of mind and how we can even become further unattached. So please stay tuned. This is Laurie Handlers with Tantra Cafe. Be right back. If you're listening to Tantra Cafe, congratulations. You've reached a higher plane of consciousness in caring for yourself and caring for your significant other. Tantra can help with physical and emotional bonding to nurture your relationship. And there's another level of care that you should be considering as well. It's your family's financial well-being. I rely on DeLone Financial Services to guide me on this journey. And Jeff DeLone is my friend. He and I have worked together for years. He even helps care for my father's finances. For information about your family's financial planning, contact Jeff DeLone at 610-356-1253. That's 610-356-1253. Or you can email Jeff at jdelone at delonefinancialgroup.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through FSC Securities Corporation. Member FINRASIPC. Jeff DeLone is a registered representative with FSC Securities Corporation. DeLone Financial Group is not. Are you stuck in an area of your life? For example, having challenging or negative relationships? Are you feeling unfulfilled? Perhaps you're experiencing a lack of energy or possibly even tension in your body. I feel you need to call Kate Holt. Kate Holt is a core energetics practitioner. Whether you work with Kate in a group or in a private session, you'll feel like you're coming home to yourself. You'll become more comfortable in your own skin. You'll discover your unique gifts and be supported to bring them fully into the world. You'll be empowered to create the life you want and have more pleasure and fulfillment. Don't waste another minute feeling stuck. Really. Call 856-261-4900 for a consultation or visit www.kateholt.info. That's kateholt.info. You've tuned in to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handlers, the host. You can follow me on Facebook or Twitter. You can write to me at Laurie. L-A-U-R-I-E at TantraCafe.com. And my guest today is Carrie Cannon. Carrie is a personal success consultant. She's also a radio host. We'll find out about her show in a, in a little while. She's a Reiki master and author of Uncovering the Divine Within. She helps people identify and release limiting thoughts so that they can reveal their life's purpose and, and follow that. So, Carrie, we were talking about how I mean, it was extraordinary what you were describing, getting unattached through being open and honest, having conversations of authenticity. 
And have you found any downsides to this in your own personal life? I mean, I know I have, but I want to hear what you have to say. Maybe you don't have any. Yeah, I have found that um, a lot of people are not used to that. And um, my degree of honesty is way beyond what most people are used to. And um, a couple of things happen generally with me, which is, first of all, um, people underestimate what that is. They, they perceive a lot of people might perceive it as a weakness. Um, my my willingness to be open, honest and vulnerable. Um, people perceive that as a weakness and other people, because I am so clear and authentic and honest um, and I'm unguarded, I'm unshielded. Um, a lot of people see their own demons in me. So they will accuse me of whatever, uh, you know, dysfunctional behavior they might be displaying. And I've been going through, a, in fact, a tremendously difficult um, period here with um, somebody who at one point was very significant in my life and actually will be until probably for the rest of my life. Um, because we were we were married at one point but um the the challenges are that i'm you know very open and very clear and there are issues that um i perceive have not been dealt with so it, everything is sort of reflected off of me and um and people mean like can't as necessarily a, see I, i've had that experience like i i i think you mean like as in well, this is your problem, or if you weren't so out there, you know, it would be easier for me to deal with you, and people project that onto you. Is that is, yeah. is that part of it? Yeah. Very much. Yeah, it's it's yeah. even worse than that, but <laughs> it's a lot worse than that. But, yes, it's it's whatever the, per, the person um, – it's like a deep – it's like a really deep wound, and right. – um, there's an inability to see it. And because I'm so open and I'm so clear and I'm so direct, um, it's perceived as um, whatever the mental illness or dysfunction or, um, you know, perception that is going on in the other person's mind is then projected right onto me as if that's me. And, you know, I, I know that it's not mine. Um, right, and at the same good. time, I can't I can't help the other person change. You know, it's like you, I, I can just, you know, take it and, you know, say, well, you know, that's not mine, but it still doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, um, give any peace of mind or, you know, alleviate the, the challenge while you're going through it. You know, it's, right. you have to go through it. Right. And I could, I mean, I can just hear that as a challenge because earlier in the show you were saying about how you want to, you encourage your clients and your children. Mm-hmm. And, and yourself and anyone you come in contact with to be completely authentic, to be as open as they can, to be honest and straightforward and direct and to, and to have conversations of, for what they want. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine, yeah, there, there, I mean, I imagine in my own life, there have certainly been people, there have been people who called me crazy. In my oh, yeah. Life. Probably still do because mm-hmm. it was easier for them to deal with that crazy box than it was for mm-hmm. them to actually deal with me, who's a moving, open so you know open field i'm not i'm not in a box (laughs) (laughs) yes i've i've recently been accused of um practicing like i I don't know what the words were like voodoo or something like that because this person is all of their stuff is coming up and i'm reflecting it so you know there's no responsibility taken for one's own stuff 
and I've been called evil and vile. So it's like, well, you know, wow. I know that's not it, me. It, yeah. Well, you really, I mean, you do sound so much like you're living a tantric lifestyle, you know, just being present in the moment, being the witness, letting go of your attachments, le- being clear, letting go of your the stuff that's not yours, setting a boundary, uh, that's letting go of the things that really are not attached to you, but that you might be triggering in somebody else and being like, okay, I get it. I'm triggering this in someone else, but it's not my stuff. It's really healthy. It's really healthy. You know, and uh, and I imagine that some people just cannot deal with that. I actually know for a fact yeah. some people can't deal most, with that. Most people cannot deal with that. And, you know, it's so refreshing, and I'm sure you find this too, Lori, to meet people like yourself and, you know, like um, various other people in my life who I actually can connect with and can actually talk about these things with because it's not every day that you meet somebody who – can understand, can can talk at the same, can grok, you know, can grok right. what's going on. <laughs> grok for everybody is a, a term that came from Stranger in a Strange Land by Robert Heinlein. It was a real, it's a a term meaning be able to really just grasp the whole thing, really get it, put it in and, and live it. It's wonderful. So let's talk a little bit about like your present, uh, pr- you know, present set of relationships or present like where are you going um would you do you think that because of that experience we talked about earlier in the show you'd possibly be open like more in a kind of an open relating uh model than you might have ever been before uh you know in terms of the future of your relationships where do you think where do you think they're going if they're going anywhere you know i could be i i can't really answer that because it each person that I am with has a different sort of energy. And, um, you know, if, if something were to come up, mm-hmm. um, I might, you know, talk to my partner about it or something like that, but you know, something might not come up. So it, it really depends upon the circumstance. And, and right now I'm not being, that's not something that's in my current uh, reality. So, um, you know, I, I'm not saying that I, I would be opposed to it. It's just, it, it isn't showing up right now. So that's not something that apparently I'm meant to be experiencing in this moment. However, right. I will tell you that, um, this, this person who I've started seeing, you know, I've, we've talked, I've talked to him about, um, wanting to explore Tantra more and, um, he seems willing. So, um, it should be very interesting because I, I really perceive that this might be something that would allow me to um, explore, you know, various aspects of, you know, just presence and being tantra and tantric. And this this person um, is very much into um, being present and in the moment and not taking things faster than, you know, not he doesn't want the attachments. And I don't mean he doesn't want to fall in love or he doesn't want any he doesn't want to um create attachments because he's fully aware that that's what causes his own suffering so um it it seems like it's a good match and if that were to come up if something were to come up where another partner were to enter the picture either for me or for him um i perceive that we would be able to discuss it 
in a like mature adults and um not freak out about it and figure out okay is this is this a, a, an option that we want to explore in this moment or is it something that you know we don't so i can't really answer how that will affect my future relationships because i just that's not my present reality yeah. but um you know it i do know that i would be open if the um if it were to present itself in a way that felt right. And that's, I guess, the key there. You know, if it feels right and if it feels like, um, this, you know, what the, the present moment is calling to do, then chances are, yes, I would, I would definitely explore that. But if it just seems like a teaser, um, something out there that, oh, hey, you could do this and it didn't necessarily feel like the thing to do in that moment, chances are I would not. It's really, it's very, um, refreshing to hear you kind of process this in your own paradigm you know live as we're speaking about it it's um yeah it's very it's 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 refreshing because so many people have dogma and they don't only they they don't often know that they have dogma they have a certain set way of being they have a certain set way of seeing the world i'm sure it's the majority more than the minority have a certain set way of seeing the world and are so not open to taking a look at what's appropriate in the moment mm-hmm. that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's delicious to talk with you about it and see how you, you know, see what you're feeling about this new liaison of yours and, and what could happen. And certainly I know, I, I personally know where you can take Tantra. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'd love to have you in a class together. It would be it would be fun, and um, you know, I'd love to be the one that you know gives you some more tantric training. You're where the paradigm in which you're living is is really already there. It's really a question of getting some technique in that's mm-hmm. that's similar to stuff that you already do and different. You know, that has mm-hmm. its own sort of body of knowledge. So, so thank you for that again. You keep coming. You 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 don't come up with the word generosity, but I really do. I really okay. come up with your generousness of spirit, even in discussing the the difficult situation. There's a huge generosity there. There's a huge allowing. So, so thank you for that. Uh, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe. This is Laurie Handlers, your host, and I'm talking to Carrie Cannon, who has a refreshing attitude about relating, about relating to herself and about relating to another intimately, about being in the moment and seeing what what's really present, what's the appropriate thing to do. That's what we've been discussing. When we come back, we'll hear a little bit more about Carrie's work, the other things that she's up to, how she coaches people, and, um, and of course, we'll hear about her own radio show. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Many times on Tantra Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now, you can do emotional release work in the privacy of your own home. In my CD, Shamanic Release and Lati Han, I create a very, very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work I'm known for in my Tantra courses. First, I set you up with the proper positioning and breathing, and then I guide you through emotional states to the beat of tribal African rhythms.
try the CD as an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at ButterflyWorkshops.com for only $20. I believe you're worth it. I hope you do. Go to ButterflyWorkshops.com and get your copy now. And walk free from emotional baggage. You're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook. And I would love to hear from you at Laurie at TantraCafe.com. My guest today is Carrie Cannon, and we've been discussing an incident that happened with her a few years back when she was, when she made a choice to share her lover with another woman and uh, actually offer him to her and the personal growth that it, that took place as a result of that. And, of course, that's led us to the whole notion of non-attachment and being fresh and present in each moment. Carrie is a life coach, so to speak. She's a personal success consultant, and she really teaches people how to be completely responsible for their lives and transform any experience into into what would produce their greatest strength. So, Carrie, tell us a little bit about your work now, because it sounds to me, hopefully it's obvious to everyone, that you're walking the talk. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, <laughs> um, my, I wrote, my book is called Uncovering the Divine Within, and that is my foundational work. I, when, after I got married, my ex-husband suggested that I, that I quit my job and do what I really wanted to do. So I figured out, what that was, and I had been a student of A Course in Miracles at the time, and I came across an article called Your Special Function According to A Course in Miracles, and in that article, it said whatever you perceive to be the reality of your own guilt, sin, or victimization is the exact polar opposite of your special function, in other words, your life purpose, and I thought about that, and I had always had body image stuff going on. Oh, and... In other words, what that means is your your um, weakness is your strength. Your what is it's undistinguished. It's undistinguished until you come right. until someone points it out to you or holds up the mirror or you 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 have right. an enlightenment. Sure. In other words, your special dysfunction is your special function. Yeah. So right. I, I I thought, what is my special dysfunction? I always had body image stuff, so I thought I'm fat, and I was like, no, that's not it. And I was like, I don't like myself, and I was like, no, that's not it. And I don't love myself. And when I had that thought, I started jumping around the living room thanking everybody who ever hurt me because I realized that they were showing me how much I didn't love myself. And they were providing me with the context to understand the content of my thinking. So then I need to transform my thinking in order to transform my experience. So that um, is actually free on my website. Um, the, the workbook is free on my website for anybody who's interested in downloading that. Um, so you can, you, are you saying that, that, that people can go to your website, which is? It's, you can go to it many different ways, but for this conversation, let's say divinewithin.com. Okay. And they'll get a workbook, which enables them to see what the weaknesses are or what the, what they would consider the negative aspects, the negative qualities in them and yes. be able to transform those into their it's life their purpose or their positive stuff. Yes. So they'll be able to, um, identify 
it, it the, what the workbook does, it was sort of downloaded to me, <laughs> you know, after it happened, yeah. I was like, wow, this is amazing. So I sort of got a download myself and um, I knew the workbook would always be free. And it's not long. It's, I don't know, like 17 pages or something. Um, so that, um, that helps people to identify, acknowledge, accept, and then release um, whatever they perceive to be their core patterns. And then what I've done um, since then is I've incorporated emotional freedom techniques. So I help people to identify those core patterns and we, and we tap them out. Um, and it works for, it's, it's amazing, Lori. It works for so many things. And people just love it because it's almost like they instantly transform. Um, but I've incorporated that both of them. So going back to our earlier example, let's say of jealousy, somebody mm-hmm. can come to your workbook and knowing that they're just so jealous, they're envious, they're, mm-hmm. they have like envy jealousy, and then they also have jealousy and possession of another person. And they mm-hmm. could, and they through this short book of yours could transform that. Yeah. Yes, because what people generally identify is what the workbook does is it helps you to get to a place of self-acceptance and self-love. And that is my my life purpose is to learn how to love, trust, and believe in myself and then teach others. Mm. And um, from my perspective, since this is my work, um, I feel like it's the most important work on the planet. You know, and everybody's <laughs> from everybody's perspective, they're we we all feel like you know our work is the most important work on the planet, which we should. Um, so, you know, I I when people go to it and when people read my book, like if you look at my reviews on Amazon, everybody loves the book. Um, which is it's sort of a I took pieces of the workbook and put it into the book and elaborated on it and created um, you know more content around around it. Um, that's amazing. What a great, what a great story. What a great process. How it got, you know, downloaded to you. Like, yeah, you were, your creativity burst this, you mm-hmm. know, amazing, amazing product. And, you know, clearly you use it in your daily mm-hmm. life and you help, and you empower others to, to get free. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I live for. Basically. That's, you know, when people ask me what I do. <laughs> funny because my spiritual process and my daily process are the same thing and it's interesting when um you know people ask me what I do and it's like well I live my life you know my life is my work and vice versa and every single thing that I do um it's all about letting go learning to trust myself more and you know learning to love and accept myself more that's all that my life is about and every single interaction that I have shows me where I am in relation to myself. Right, right. So I imagine that if other people are doing that or at least following your lead or following your coaching, if they came upon a similar situation, I mean, it all makes sense now. If somebody came upon the situation you did, which was here you are in Europe, you're with this person, you're making love, you're, you're lovers. Another person comes in and says, you know, I really need some touch. I'm hungry for some kind of uh, intimacy, sexuality, sen- sensuality, whatever. They could actually go to a place inside themselves where they accept themselves, they love themselves, they feel whole and complete, and they might be able to offer generously their partner to another. 
I mean, it's I can con- it's conceivable that when people feel okay about themselves, and they feel more than that, they feel really self-contained and at peace with that, they could pretty much do anything. Yeah, you can do absolutely anything. And um, it's in the process of learning to love, trust, and believe in yourself and that you are the creator of your experience. And we're not going to create things for ourselves that are bad. And that's where the the, the kicker comes in because we, we have these ideas and perceptions that things that we're going through. Like for me, me, for example, right now I'm going through a tremendously challenging time. But I recognize that this challenge – is pushing me to my power in ways that I never even dreamed I would have to claim it. And it creates sort of a um, a gratitude and an appreciation for what is going on. And um, for the people in my life who seem to be the most challenging in the moment. And whether they know it or not, there's a great love there. You know, the the people who are, you know, what one could say is, perceiving, you know, um, throwing fireballs at me and hating me and all of that, it's not really. It's um, challenging me to claim my power at levels that I never even knew I would have to. So in that, there's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. It's it really, it's a, it's a very important lesson here that you're speaking about. It's a, it's really a, a, a very powerful tool to live by. And what if somebody, like, lost all their money? What if someone, I'm just thinking about someone, you know, who, what if somebody, like, lost their entire life savings and all their money and, and whatever? How would you coach such a person? Well, I would ask them, first of all, um, you know, what, if they can drum up with them themselves, why they may have created that experience because we know inside Lori why we've created experiences and I would not tell somebody this is why you did that because I'm not a psychic you know um, somebody may be on a spiritual journey or they may have um, something may have happened in their lives where they were wanting a certain degree of freedom and perhaps, you know, the money was sort of hindering them from that or, you know, right. what people call the golden handcuffs. You know, maybe, maybe they were handcuffed to a job that they were not happy with. Um, I would first ask them to be as honest as they can with themselves. And when things are hurting, when things seem to be hurtful to us um, and we perceive that our lives are, are in danger, it's sometimes hard to find those answers. But we have the answers within us. And what I would do is I would um, coach them in asking them to be honest with themselves, and I would most likely tap with them. I would most likely use EFT with them and help them release the resistance so that they can get to their answers and find out what it's doing for them. Great, great, great. Well, we're kind of reaching our our closure here. So, Carrie, I'd like to uh, let people know, again, how to get in touch with you. It's at divinewithin.com. And uh, tell us the name of your radio show and where people can hear it so that they can also tune in to you because not only have you had me as a guest, but you've certainly had other amazing people on your show. So tell us a moment about that. Okay. I've done my radio stuff has been sort of all over the map. Right now I am on Aware Talk Radio, which I perceive I'll be there for a while because that's through my publisher, um, Inner Circle Publishing, and um, he has many of his authors on there. Um, so – 
it's aware it's aware on blog talk radio so if you were to type in blog talk radio slash aware and my show is called uncovering the divine within and it's um at noon eastern time on wednesdays so it's tomorrow um or actually no it's not when, by the time this show airs it won't be tomorrow but um okay. it's on it's wednesdays at noon Eastern time and um, we just have whoever and we have a good time and sometimes if we don't have a guest it's just myself and my co-host and we just talk about what's going on in consciousness and we have a really good relationship that way so um, it's always, it always seems to be an interesting show regardless of who we have on or what's going on so great, um, great. there's that all right wonderful anything else you want people to know anything else you want people to can how can people People can get you through your website. Can you coach people from distance? Yes, I can. I would um, do a, an initial consultation mm-hmm. to see if we could work well together. And then um, I do, I have done, actually the majority of my work has been distance. And I've recently been doing more groups and trying to get into corporate um, corporate and organizations because I really find that um, – some of the work that I do in more the EFT side, um, but also using my this core work really helps people release all sorts of trauma and pain and things like that because the energy gets stuck in our bodies. What, what our blocks get stuck in our bodies and it manifests as all sorts of different things, um, from relationship issues to physical issues. So I've been working on getting into, into, uh, getting more exposure sort of locally in uh, corporations and businesses. So that seems to be where I'm going. Well, thank you so much, Carrie, for being my guest today. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank and to you. To talk about being able to open things up. I mean, I'm not advocating that people do that necessarily, and I don't get that you are. What I get is that when life presents us with something, which some people and we even could have seen as a lemon, we change it to lemonade and and actually grow and benefit and expand as a result of it. And that's that's just such a tantric principle. It's so important for people to get that. So I hope people get in touch with you if they feel some limitations. So again, today this was this is Laurie Handlers and you've been listening to Tantra Cafe. My guest today has been Carrie Cannon. I would appreciate you following me on Facebook or Twitter at any time. I would also appreciate any feedback from you at Laurie at TantraCafe.com. You spell Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E. Next week, my guest will be a Tantric Dakini, somebody who practices Tantra with individuals and gives them sexual healing and other healing sessions. So please come back and and tune in to that. It'll be a very, very exciting show. And now I, I bid you farewell. Namaste from Tantra Cafe.